Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Let's get Yo, Lily is a passive abusive bitch. Who? Lily. Lily who? Lily. You know Lily. We both know Lily. We talk to her every day. Or I should say, she talks to us every day. Fucking it would the... be a shame if Are we you lost talking that about... 189 day streak. Hey, look at Wouldn't this nigga bragging. This nigga bragging about his Duolingo streak. No, I'm yeah. getting annoyed. Again. Lily's starting to gaslight me, yo. Hey, no, you know what I heard? You know what I heard? Hey, yo, duo, we got, you got some splaining to do. Listen, I heard Duolingo switched to an AI model for a lot of their translation department and laid off a huge amount of their working staff. Um, because they Should are- Should I break my streak in protest? I'm thinking about switching to Babel, right? I'm like, here's here's how I see it. Here's how I see it. If this is true, right? Uh, which my sources are claiming, it is very true that Duolingo has taken the corporate route and do, decided to uh, uh, <laughs> to appeal to the AI overlords um, and laid off its working staff. I'm gonna make it to my 100 day streak. And if I, make it to my 100 day streak, then I think it is worth paying for Babbel. Um, I think if you really want to learn Spanish, because effectively Duolingo is fun, but let's be real about it. How much has it helped you? What, like, how much has it helped you? What grade did you get in Spanish? You don't have to Passing. air it out for everybody. Yeah, that's it. Passing. That's all I'm saying. Passing. I got a passing grade. You know what I have in the mail do coming? You feel, a diploma. Do you feel like, not in Spanish, nigga. Fuck ass, no, I don't. But it is a communication. Que se dice fuck ass no in Spanish. Listen, listen. All I'm saying is it's disgusting. As cute as Duo is, I am absolutely disturbed but at the But Lily fact. is a bitch. Um... This? And like once you get past 150, you don't get like duo being all excited. It's just Lily <laughs> being a fucking bitch. This I do expect from Lily. Um, I do expect her to lay off an entire like what one third or something of the working staff for an AI. It would be a shame if like you 1,100 workers didn't have a job. <laughs> all I'm all I'm saying is Spanish pot Oops, 101 you're is out right of street there. freezes. <laughs> Oops, you're out of union strikes. <laughs> you're technically freelance contractors. What are you striking against? <laughs> Amazon model. Necesitas un trabajo nuevo. <laughs> Listen, uh... Speaking of needing a new job, let's talk about somebody who's always on the job with this week's title shift. <laughs> That's right. So move over, Al Michaels. Move over, Mike Tirico. Move over, Bob Costas. Who should we have announce these Olympic Games? It's not Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> or Shannon Sharp. Although Shannon Sharp would be, would, but would be I mean, quality. Listen, listen. At the moment, he's busy with Club Shay Shay, right? So instead, we call the illustrious, inescapable, the one. The, the only magnetic Snoop D-O-double-G. That's right. Back at it again with the back at it again. Snoop has been renewed for his contract to be a... Uh, a commentator yeah. for the Olympics, which are taking place in Paris this time. Yes. Paris 2024 Olympics. The Olympics that we discussed last summer i believe that will be the first for three on three basketball you said and 
uh, breakdancing, if I remember correctly, is going to be. I actually heard back that the there Olympic was like game. a petition to get flat football put on there, and there were so many memes of like. Can you imagine like Tyreek Hill like stiff arming a bunch of plumbers from Slovenia? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm I'm actually kind of surprised pickleball is not like in the 2024 Olympics with the way that shit has been trending, but. I listen. Snoop will be kind of like an on the grounds correspondent, you know, uh, traveling throughout Paris, seeing the sights, doing one-on-one interviews with some of the players, and really just like taking in the Olympics atmosphere. Um, and for you know, like being it, almost like an Olympic spokesperson for Paris, right? Being what Charles Barkley was to the '92 Olympics. Uh, and I listen. I'm I'm the here most for popular it. member of the dream team was definitely Charles Barkley. Put some respect on the check. My man Snoop is really out here living the life. Uh, just like my man T Pain, who I believe is slated to be in the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. I do want to say for anybody who thought that they were going to escape Snoop, it's impossible. Not only did I find this news, but also he showed up on a big lighter ad with Martha Stewart <laughs> after after advertising the uh, smokeless grill he is now on a Bic lighter ad Bic lighter most wanted by party girls with Martha Stewart and their buds with Snoop Dogg and their buds ha 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 I, I gotta give a, a golf clap to the marketing department there I would have felt proud myself if I came up with that one. So as we are getting closer to the Super Bowl, um, it looks like Usher is still, you know, obviously the headlining I'm performer. I'm cool with that. Here. I mean, I, I, I like Usher's music. I, I mean, I think he's a fucking amazing dancer. And, you know, I like, mean, who is I don't I don't think I've ever heard anybody like uh, first of all, uh, the uh, the Usher slander will not be tolerated yeah. here. He still has like one of the best tiny desk performances. He's not really like a controvert. All he's just like he's he wasn't on the Epstein list. Um, he was on the Diddy list, but <laughs> not by his choice. His parents. Damn, he's the a victim. He said his parents though. My man is like, no, all seriousness. Usher is the victim here. Why do you think he's going through a villain arc? Oh, my God. He wasn't going through a villain arc, though, because as it turns out, like, Kiki Palmer's uh, boyfriend was actually the villain, right? He, like, Did something come out afterwards? Oh, dog. What? Did we not talk about this on the podcast? We didn't talk about that afterwards. No, this thing is, like, her fucking boyfriend, husband, whatever the fuck he was, is, like, actually, like, physically abusive. Like, that shit's not even a joke joke. Like, it's... Oh. Yeah. Okay, then fuck that guy. I didn't know any of that. Oh, yeah, no. uh, Maybe maybe I didn't talk about it because, like, I felt like that might have been, like, too much black news for you to handle in one episode. But, like, yeah, no. it, It turns out, like, that dude is absolute garbage right like okay fuck that guy yeah usher yeah usher shoot your shot <laughs> usher was like anti Usher would treat her like a queen he was like anti-heroing that shit no it's totally wild to call usher the hero in that situation kiki palmer is the, is the real hero for surviving and finding her way up out of that domestic violence situation because she um, is a strong independent black woman who ain't need no man um and i mean that unironically actually listen listen <laughs> however I mean, she is however giving usher his flowers for the uh super bowl performance which super bowl 58 we are at um i have heard rumors that there may be some t-pain coming our way um, and I am because the Ravens defense. Do do you think so? What are your Super Bowl predictions here? What are we looking at here? Uh, who are the two best teams in the NFL? Right I think now? the Dallas Cowboys. Did you see the uh, the clip I sent you uh, while I was out grabbing wine? No. Uh, Skip Bayless throwing his Cowboys jerseys in the trash. I hadn't seen it yet. I'm just going to pick the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. I haven't really been following the NFL. 
Nope, neither one of us. Like, I mean, NBA, yeah, but... I mean, listen, my Eagles are in the uh, playoffs this year, so I am kind of invested. Still in the playoffs? Yes. Oh, did you guys have a bye? Uh, so... That just goes... This shows you how much we actually pay attention to The Eagles, to no, I'm looking at the bracket right now. The Eagles play uh, Tampa Bay tomorrow um, at 8.15. Um, then it's Green Bay and San Francisco. Also, Chargers, Lions. Lions won! Woo! Go Lions! Yeah. That's the, that is the Lions' first playoff win in over 50 years. The in over 50 <laughs> years, Jalen Rose is popping bottles somewhere and the, tipping very generously. Uh, Was it 23 to 12? Oh my God! Yeah. yeah. So it uh, it looks like the city of Detroit, Houston beat Cleveland 45 to 14. Kansas City beat Miami 26-7. Uh, Pittsburgh plays Buffalo tomorrow. Fuck the Steelers. And, and the... Baltimore will play... The Ravens uh, opponent the has Texans. yet to be... Yeah, yeah. Because January they, Joe always comes through for the Ravens. So it is uh, Baltimore and the Texans. Uh, yeah, so Joe Flacco. You know Joe Flacco. Yeah. He was playing quarterback for the Browns yeah, this year. yeah. January Joe always coming through for the Ravens puts the Browns <laughs> terrible defense out of the playoffs. So he's you, a psyop. <laughs> who do you think it's gonna be? We it's it's been uh, twelve years since we've had a, a championship here in Baltimore. Has it only been twelve years? Ha- only has it been twelve years? Since well, we- I mean, it would make sense. We won in two thousand. We won oh, in twenty twelve. Yeah. Oh, and since they're bringing back Y two K, right? <laughs> Listen. All right, everybody in Maryland. Every twelve re- years, Zoomers the will win a Super Bowl. No, Zoomers. If you really want to bring back Y two K, then what we need to do is stop paying attention to uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> And Travis Kelsey, and we need to put all of all of that Zoomer energy into to the whatever Ravens. Lamar Jackson is doing on President Street. Let's get it. Um, I wanted I wanted to be um, Ravens versus Eagles just because I hate myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I want it to like I I have no vested interest like. I know everybody says that San Francisco is really good. Yeah. So I'm, and I know we beat the brakes off of them. So I'd like to see like the best teams go at it again, like the, the Niners, because that was also the Super Bowl that the Ravens won last time was against the Niners and Colin Kaepernick. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was the that was the Destiny's Child reunion Super Bowl, <laughs> and that was also the Super Bowl with like a 45 minute long power outage. <laughs> So it would only be fitting since uh, the Eagles got their rematch against the Patriots, then San Francisco should get their rematch against the Also, it goes to show the girl power of Destiny's Child that they shut off electricity to the Super Bowl for 45 minutes. I was going to say, I feel like if that happens, then it really does kind of prove that the Super Bowl was, or like NFL is scripted, especially considering that the NFL is looking at buying a stake in ESPN. Nope. That's right. If the um, NFL buys and not a just, stake in ESPN, Scott Van Pelt wouldn't even be allowed to spell the word concussion. Dog, they're not just looking at buying a stake. It has, like, a, Roger Goodell has, like, said... He has worked to adapt to the changing business environment and aligning resources with key investment opportunities, right? Um, They have said, change is often difficult, but it is undeniable and an important part of a healthy organization. They are taking stride in uh, prioritizing helping people transition to their new jobs. So it is almost certain that unless like the unforeseeing hand of fate steps in, that the NFL is going to purchase a stake in 
ESPN. And basically using it as a pipeline to send players to broadcasting? I look at this more like the overarching shadow that is the Disney Corporation kind of like cementing its hold on Americana, right? Like See, This is different. This would be Disney giving up power. I not necessarily. I feel like it's more it like a buying a seat at the table, uh, not a major seat. Not, but a seat at Disney seat at the table is a major seat at the table, no matter the stake. First and foremost. Second of all, the NFL is signing a contract with Disney by taking a by taking a stake because it's not even a majority the stake. ES, the NFL doesn't need Disney. Uh, ESPN is owned by Disney. Yeah, but the NFL itself doesn't need Disney. They you think Fox, that? CBS, NBC, you, you everybody think else that? fighting for the fucking You rights. think that? I would like to... The Taylor Swift narrative has entered the chat. Um, have you seen what is going on with the NFL? The NFL's ratings have been tanking for the last three years. Um, ever since Donald picked a fight with them in 2016, they have seen a decline in viewership. Overall, I think basketball is doing much better. Uh, most Americans, why do you think the popularity in hockey has risen? It's be the same people who are watching football are now either watching college football or they're watching hockey. Um, and it's because of shit like Colin Kaepernick and just the and and Donald going at the NFL. I, so the NFL currently, uh, just look this up according to Statistica or uh, Statista.com. Not Nielsen. I can look up Nielsen. Uh, sports business. I don't know if Nielsen does uh, sports broadcasting. Anyway, uh, this one says that NFL viewership is currently at its highest since 2017. Taylor Swift has entered the chat. <laughs> um, you're listen since 2017, which is the year after Donald Trump became president. To my point, they should have just let him bought the bills. <laughs> they really should have just let him buy the bills. God he, damn it! He tanked the AF. Uh, was it the AFL? The AFL. The only other because so, he's petty. So to my point, right? If if the NFL, you know, partners, you remember Trump won his lawsuit against yeah, the NFL. Yeah, but he was only awarded a dollar. Yeah, exactly. Which is why the AFL is no more. So if the NF, so here's my question, right? And and this is a question to our listeners as well. If the NFL partners with ESPN and kind of starts what is like a a sports conglomerate, right? Like because that is the beginning of a sports conglomerate through the lens of the Disney Corporation. Does this? us on to going and watching the XFL because <laughs> if we don't want to support the mouse right because because you know Disney is also pushing the LGBTQ agenda right um, and it's only a matter of time before everybody has to wear pink jerseys and share bathrooms with okay so they already do wear like pink a lot of the time yeah I know for breast cancer yeah um, but but what I'm saying is is if the NFL by stake in ESPN, which is owned by Disney and Disney, which is pushing the LGBTQ agenda. How long is it before we get the first transgender football player? I mean, we've already had the first openly gay during their playing career football player, I think. So this was like a the joke. fact that this is still something that is like so taboo should already be telling I'm you really, something really, about football. I'm really, really mad you cut me off right there. Um, but no, <laughs> that that was a joke question, but it's also not a joke question because, but like, 
it's currently a question in like high school and college sports right and i think it may even be something the olympics are grappling with at the moment um but the question of transgender identity when it comes to athletics is still a very controversial topic right the science is out on a lot of debate depending on who you are talking to on what side of the aisle you are sitting on um all i am saying is that is if the mouse has got his hands in american football then how long is it before you see players kissing each other on the field. It's like, no. Um, <laughs> slippery slope fallacy. No, it's not It's not really that slippery. What is a slippery slope, though, is the current consolidation of media I'm not really cool with, right? Like, I don't- Netflix catalog getting real good now, though. I don't know how I feel about the NFL having a a any kind of stake I don't in like sports journal i don't like it and here's three reasons why one what's the point of the nfl network then uh so yeah i think this would completely absorb uh adding yeah so it does say that it would add nfl media properties such as the nfl network and nfl red zone into the disney universe and would provide a significant additive value for Disney slash ESPN subscribers and users. All right, so right? incoming Doctor Strange sequel. So, like, so for example, anybody who subscribes to Paramount uh, Plus that is currently getting games through like CBS Sports or anybody who subscribes to HBO Max, right, and gets sports through them or Hulu, which also has live sports. Also, uh, but is also owned by Disney. Um, don't ask Damian Lillard where to find live sports, though. Um, the next question I had was, how is the NFL's investment going to affect coverage of other sports? The obvious thing would be to say they'll stay in their lane, but you never know. And, but I'm, I'm not going to really ask you to expand on that one because that really is just like... I mean, they probably will just stay in their lane. And then the last one is, um, so yeah. So what if the NFL fucks up? How's the ESPN going to cover that? I mean, I guess that's more of the point, right? Is that the, the control of the narrative is being further constrained here. If the NFL owned ESPN, do you think the DeMar Hamlin situation would have been covered the way Fox covers the January 6th insurrection? No, and I think, you know, the the NFL has been on a PR initiative ever since concussion came out, right? Like, ever since CTE was really, like, brought into mainstream discussion, they have really been doing a number on how... They've certainly been changing the rules. Yeah, yeah because they if don't... If you look at highlights from 2008, you would be shocked comparing it to modern day's game. 2008? Go Randy back to Harrison would blow people up. That's, I'm saying, like, yeah, go back to, like, 1980. I'm, not, I'm yeah, saying, like... go back... No, way sooner you, than you think it is, and players are just yeah. blowing. No, he's up. not. He's not. And if you want to go even farther back and look at Ronnie Lott, who's committing murder on yeah. the field, like go back to the golden age of football, like the 1970s, and watch like the fucking yeah, watch highlight reels from then, like, and you'll be like, old football oh, players yeah. made hockey players look wimpy, yeah, and that's but despite they didn't make old hockey players look wimpy because yeah. old hockey players were like literally lumber chats and so, also also it's been a long time since anyone has died on the fucking like on an nfl field very recent for an ice I, rink though yes yes um listen um i don't like this and it seems like another fucking side effect of the dumb dystopia that we live in uh, like florida trying to ban the dictionary <laughs> That's a nice transition there. Uh, um, I'm sure you heard that story. No, I haven't heard that. You story. haven't. No, you haven't heard that story. So Florida. No, Jay Leno. So let me tell you about Florida here. 
<gasps> so, I don't know if you heard, but Florida is trying to ban the dictionary. You wanna know why? Because theirs has words like sex in it. It's too They woke. don't want their kids learning about sex now, That's do they? It. Because if they're learning about sex, well, they might learn about gay people. Oh! That's it. Thank you, Jay Leno, everybody. The dictionary seriously, is they are too woke. They are exactly. The dictionary exactly. is too woke. And I just. Take I want, a second and Google it real quick. I want everybody. Ricky and Elliot told me, so it must be true. USA Today, a Florida school district last month pulled Merriam-Webster's dictionary from library shelves to comply with a state law banning books with descriptions of sexual content. Yes, that's right. So, a... <laughs> so the dictionary is too sexy for Florida. The state with Miami in it. <laughs> LeBron James would never because he is happily married to his wife savannah the common dictionary was one of several reference books taken off library shelves in escambia county located in florida's panhandle and all the school's districts is taking more than 1600 titles off of the shelves pending further investigation according to pen america and international free express the nonprofit organization. In response to the decision, uh, Merriam-Webster has been <laughs> publishing its dictionary since 1847, said the classic reference guide, um, and should be accessible to everyone because it's the fucking dictionary. My nigga, listen, I I know that is a scholarly reference. You are trying. That is like one of the top three scholarly references. What I really love about our current state of affairs is the way conservatives will quote anti-establishment media that is literally spitting in the face of the ideology that they are following, right? Bro, hear me out, hear me out, because they are constantly like QAnon supporters and like Trump supporters and stuff like that are constantly like quoting like 1984 and George Carlin and Dave Chappelle and shit like that. And like they love Kanye, but like <laughs> they think it's okay to ban the dictionary. How would Kanye ever make his beautiful music without it? How would Eminem? Eminem, you're God. <laughs> He's read it front to back. How many times? Enough to be able to do rap god. My nigga, like, it's- Like, I'm fairly certain at this point that he literally has read the dictionary front of that. No, he said that. He said he he's said that part of his, uh, like, training in, like, montage and rap was reading the dictionary and, like, trying and, like, rhyming words with, like, every word in the dictionary. He would go through, pick a word, find all the words that rhyme with it, on some insane look <laughs> and people talk about like the work that goes into genius the, that is an example right there it's not even just it so i would you know dial it back a little bit and say that you know commitment the, to a craft no matter what the craft of rapping right because yes we can like boil it down to like hallmark card dr seuss shit and yes there are drill rappers out there that make very like low-hanging fruit music but that is not to say that rapping is not as difficult or cannot be as skilled of a craft as playing a regular instrument right um, or singing or singing However, none of that would all be possible if they'd ban things like the dictionary in school. In school, where you're literally supposed to learn the English language. What do you use as a reference for the English language if not the dictionary? Like, if we're not Google, using- because Google won't give you any weird bannable results at all. No, dude, we're using, uh, what? 
God, dude, Prager U is does Prager U have a, like a dictionary that they okay? Because this is fucking bananas. Are you bro. familiar with the YouTube channel? Uh, uh, the YouTube guy, Mr. Beat. Yes. Yeah. He's he actually did a video like three hour long live stream of him reacting to Prager U videos, and he's like, some of them they they kind of get it all right. And then another, they get it just completely wrong. Man, fuck. How do, how do you fuck feel? Dennis Prager. How do you feel about down. Mr. Beat? Uh, Mr. Beat is cool. That statement was a little crazy to me because, like, fuck, fuck Dennis Prager and Prager you. We're gonna talk about philosophy in a little bit, right? But what I will say about the current state of affairs here is, if we are at a point where we are banning the dictionary in schools because it's too sexy, then I really think we have to rethink our- Everything. <laughs> Everything. I, I think we have to rethink our current obsession with rebooting things because like rebooting, like we can bring back trad wives all we want, right? I will advocate for trad wife being a part of feminism. What I will not advocate for is us doing book bans or book bans on the dictionary because they're too I'm like, sexy. all the books to ban. <laughs> the dictionary? The dictionary. That's I, I actually, I actually understand Bosch when he said that the Democrats just need some more mean liberals. Yeah. Where is Al Franken? Oh my God. Where, yo, at this point, I'm like, bring back Anthony Weiner, my nigga. Like, because, like, who is going to stand up other than. Uh, oh my God. If you could put any celebrity in Congress to be the mean liberal, who do that's you what, pick? That's why I'm like, that's why I'm gr glad we have, uh, what the fuck, Jasmine Crockett? That's, yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm glad we have her. We need more of that. AOC we, is trying to play chess, and Jasmine yeah, Crockett's no. like, motherfucker, this shit is yeah, checkers. Yeah, that's like, thank you, because literally, like, the uh, the disappointment with AOC is the fact that she got in the game, and, and no disrespect to her, but it's clear that she let people She's get in her ear. Trying right? to play the game. She let people get in her ear and tell her that she needed to be more professional. While people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates are pulling get to dick pics out. Stand up in Congress and say Jewish space laser and fucking traffic children. Bro, that's crazy. The fact that like you and I both have to like sit at tables with people and have discussions about how the, the other side has valid points is bananas to me. And I like, and this is no disrespect to my conservative or Republican friends, right? Like I'm not a huge fan of Joe Biden either. Yeah, no, we me make either. fun of Sleepy Joe all the fucking time. Yep. This was old literally man, pick of the lesser of two evils. Old man Chris Evans has not done anything but make the economy stable. And you guys will not hold that I, against I, I him. Do, I do like the gas is under three. As somebody who drives a lot, I, it I is, do like the gas is under three. But that's, that's the thing with progress, right? Is it's not always instant gratification. It is sometimes it's a lot of slow unsufferable movement because at one point during progress. joe biden's presidency gas was four dollars and fifty cents a gallon yeah bro like it's insane that five things on the fucking checkout counter cost 75 dollars right like that's bananas like yeah gas is cheap but now we're bombing yemen so ah. and no that's not world war three let's calm down a little bit Despite the fact that all of these fucking tech nerds are building doomsday bunkers. So I don't South think Africa actually are... went to the United Nations and is opening a case against Israel for genocide. South Africa, the people that now have come of age, who grew up during apartheid, you don't think that I recognize the irony in that? Uh, oh, I know you do. The I'm same, just emphasizing for our listeners. Yeah, I was going to say it's the same irony that uh, places Germany as one of the most liberal countries on the planet. 
currently. I don't know if I've said this enough, but we exist in the dumb dystopia. Idiocracy was a Confucius prediction at this point. South Africa has introduced a claim of genocide in the global court against Israel, um, against you know their actions towards Palestine. Um, because at this point, October 7th was a four, four months ago, going on, no, three, three months three ago. Three months ago. Going on four months ago, uh, by the time this drops, and they have done several 9-11s <laughs> for, for American banana scale, right? Um, they have done several 9-11s on the West Bank. They have, not the West Bank, in the oh, Gaza yeah. Strip. Yeah, no, you're right, my bad. I, I misspoke. The Gaza yeah. Strip. The Gaza Strip. Is the size of Manhattan. So imagine. Oh, yeah, okay, not Manhattan. It's a little bigger than Manhattan. So imagine several 9-11s <laughs> on Manhattan. It's not funny. It's not funny. What's not... What's funny is, is how, like, just blatant it is, right? It, there's... And that is why Joe Biden is like currently tanking in the polls because he is a well, you know, staunch Zionist. Are, are, are not cool with murder, despite the fact that it's Israel, right? Like they haven't. We're not that far removed from World War II, despite the Unite the Right rally. There and are like, still very few, but. People, there are still people alive that were alive during that time. It is not remiss that the plight that the Jewish people have gone through, right? And it is not remiss that Israel is kind of surrounded on all sides by people that oppose their its, existence. And I wouldn't even necessarily say that they oppose their, their existence. But I also feel like that is because of the conditions that Israel has come to exist in and also because of the political stances that Israel has taken. Like, let's not cut cards here. Benjamin Netanyahu is not like the most progressive or like good leader to begin with. I mean, the Mr. man... Mr. Security let that happen on his watch. Yeah. October 7th was like his 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, proportionally by population ratio, caused substantially greater death to the Israeli population than 9-11 did to the American population. It's not like he didn't know it was going to happen. I mean, it, it's been clear, as we stated at the beginning of the episode... Fascism is on the rise again. <laughs> I blame Aaron Yeager. Do you think Benjamin Netanyahu yes. watches Attack on Titan? <laughs> yep. It's confirmed. Probably a pretty big Aaron Yeager fan. It's too. confirmed. Or if he didn't, if he did. The metaphor he would have be... gone right over his head. <laughs> Which it clearly has here because, oh my God, dog. Can we please, like, it is... He's like, we are God's people. We are the founding titan. And it's like, <laughs> does he not... Does he not feel the Hitler on his shoulder right now? Does he not feel the Hitler on his shoulder going, yes. <laughs> das. Yes. Blood and soil. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. All the while. If this doesn't get us canceled, I don't know what will. We'll never get an NPR sponsorship. Yeah, no. This, this <laughs> right here, this part of the episode is why we are not getting an NPR sponsorship. <laughs> because, like, no, but for real, dude, it's so frustrating. It, it has to be, like, frustrating to the average Israeli as well. Because, like, it's so obvious. These people are currently just struggling to grasp at straws for whatever glimpse of power they can maintain and they are willing to absolutely tarnish their reputations by just 
pulling all kinds of outlandish moves. Well, Hunter Biden's a coward with no balls for showing up at Congress. <laughs> he just wanted it in public. Well, I think we kind of beat this dead horse to death. <laughs> so let's give Hunter some crack while we take a break. Give me some room, give me some room. Bro, did you see the <laughs> the trailer for the uh, 21 Savage biopic starring Donald Glover and... Uh, <laughs> Drake? No, uh, <laughs> homeboy from Stranger Things. Damn, I forget what his name is. Uh, yeah, but, I did see yeah. that though. I did see that. Yeah, watching this trailer just made me go, who the fuck asked for this? <laughs> oh, yo, it's me. It's me, the guy who asked. What is this? But why? Hey, who man is this? But why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who man is this? Are you serious? Between that and the Key Glock movie, Let's Go, right? I'm like, so first of all, the I, the Key Glock movie, Let's Go, uh, I think you said it best. It, it, it gave, looks like Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, Cradle to the Grave, Romeo Must Die vibes. I'm totally here for that. Um, I don't know if this 21 Savage American Dream biopic I is real, I cannot take though. Donald Glover dressed like that seriously. seriously. He looks like Rick James. <laughs> yeah, no. and uh, Especially when he's wearing the paisley pattern shiny shirt. Bro, like, like dude, you're not 21 Savage. Donald Rick Glover, James. listen, I take Donald Glover uh, seriously as an artist, but it is so it's so hard to take this nigga seriously on screen. Like, it's always he just like is forever sarcastic. The, the thing right? for me is confused. It's for Donald Glover. He picks these projects that are in like this ambiguous I... realm of irony versus seriousness, which is hard to describe where he's come from, considering he has done serious and comedy. So I saw a video essay where they described Atlanta as Black Twin Peaks, and I totally like. <laughs> I, I totally co-sign that. Um, if you've never seen Twin Peaks, it's a David... Uh, oh, fuck. David Fincher? No. Hasselhoff? No, shh, shh, Bowie? No, it's David Lynch, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, that's that's it, right? Beckham? Lynch, yes, okay. If you've never seen Twin Peaks, it's a David Lynch... TV series that was later adapted into a uh, film, right? Um, and it's just like really weird and surreal and there's a lot of like odd stuff that happens in the show and it's the same thing with Atlanta, right? Like Atlanta has lots of like absurd, awkward moments that are kind of like surreal and not and fantastical. Like and the, first, the very fucking first episode where the guy is in lockup with all the other guys, and he's bitching to his girlfriend. I always, and then the one guy goes, dude, that's a man. Why do you <laughs> think she's in male lockup? <laughs> I always think about the, uh, I think it's the club episode where they're talking about the basketball player having the invisible car. Oh, and yeah. like, and, and Donald Glover's character is like, that's not real. And then at the end of the episode, he runs over two people in the invisible car. <laughs> 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 All right, and so I'm like, here, and I'm like, when I heard it described as Black Twin Peaks, I'm like, that's that's it, that's totally it, right? But the um, the American Dream Twenty One Savage biopic, I'm almost certain, and I felt the same way when I originally saw it, but at this point, I feel like it's confirmed. It was just like it, to to drum up hype for the new Twenty One Savage album. Um, there is apparently. <laughs> All right, so here, before you go on a that, let me say... A full biopic? Let me say, if this is just a promo for 21 Savage's album, this is fucking dope. If this is an actual movie, what the fuck are you doing, Donald Glover? <laughs> I mean... That's how I feel right now. How, what's your response on that? I feel like Donald Glover is 
at a weird point in his career. I feel like he needs to work with Jordan Peele. He just went on stage at an award show and talked about how, uh, who was it, Chevy Chase that was in Community? Community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, talked about how Chevy Chase called and called Chevy Chase out in, in a Hannibal Burris moment. Um, for, you know, calling him the N-word during, like, filming and stuff like that. I, I, I like how I said the N-word, and I've been saying nigga all throughout this recording. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Well, no, I'm assuming you say it that way with the hard R. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Only Donald Glover knows. You can go on YouTube and find the video, but it seems like he is at a crossroads in his career in Hollywood where isn't he he's doing Mr. and Mrs. Smith too right um, remake of that with um I think the uh girl from Heroes who plays um Kimiko yes as a TV series um Donald Glover will be starring in the reboot of Mr. and Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Smith alongside Maya. Oh, damn. I, I, should I try and butcher the name? I could try and butcher the name. Maya Erskine? Erskine? Yeah. Yeah, Erskine. 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 Don't, 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 don't be like that, because you're probably butchering it too. <laughs> but Erskine I'm, feels right. Uh, yeah, alongside my Erskine. It's either er, Erskine or Erskine. Erskine, right? Um, and it, yeah, I I saw the trailer for this um while we were out on break, and it looks interesting. Um, it looks in, it, it's intriguing. I it, think it's it's gonna be Mr. Right, so Mr. and Mrs. Smith the movie. Is a really fun hour forty five minutes. Um, it explored through the realm of a TV series. Could I feel add like this some is gonna be like depth that the, sh- like the movie darker was missing. and more in depth than Mister and Mrs. Smith has to be. I don't feel like it necessarily has to be dark, but there has been. Or like, I feel like it doesn't even have to be like that. I think the premise of Mister and Mrs. Smith. Works so well in the hour forty-five, without overcomplicating everything. Yes, I feel like it was a well-written and paced movie. I do feel like it is an idea and a concept, though. That and obviously can be they had great chemistry. Very fleshed out, though, throughout an eight-episode series, which it looks like the first season is. Uh, the first season is set to debut. February 2nd of oh, this I'm... year, a Friday. Service. Oh, uh... Amazon Prime. I don't know... Prime Video, it looks like. No, this I, I think that's just an ad. Um, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't say on the IMDb where it's set to debut. Uh, all of the other stuff at the bottom, like Fallout and shit, that's Amazon uh, Prime. Prime. So, I'm going to take an educated guess yeah it my does fancy college I was, degree and say amazon prime it does look like based on everything we're seeing here that it is going to be debuting on amazon prime one reason to keep your amazon prime subscription uh <laughs> not like they will let you get away from it dude my amazon prime got like denied on one card and then it like within 30 seconds i got notifications from like three other cards so they were like this transaction was tried there's lots of other good yes, shows. Yes, everybody, that's an insight, that's a fact. Yes, I'm very broke. There's lots of other interesting shows that uh, are on their way. Nat Geo docu-series on Martin Luther King and Malcolm X uh, debuted its trailer just in time for Martin Luther King Day. Um, as we're going into it, there are rumors that Sanaya Lathan is developing a TV series on Miss Cleo and... The fucking telephone psychic from the early 2000s who failed to warn everybody about 9 11. Not so psychic, <laughs> are ya? But as we're talking about. I love psychic, how in the aftermath of 9 11, we're huffing so much copium 
that we blame Miss Cleo. <laughs> Somebody needed to be blamed other than George Bush and the American government. Right? Saudi Arabia and everybody else. Saudi Everybody, it's it's all Miss Cleo's fault. It's always a black woman's fault. <laughs> but like, you Damn. that just hit me. How Damn. much fucking copium were we on post nine eleven to where we canceled Miss Cleo? I can't wait for Future Zig to be editing this and hear the joke that I just made. But yeah, no, it's crazy that uh, they canceled Miss Cleo over not predicting 9-11 and not the fact that she was a phone psychic. A hotline <laughs> psychic at that. <laughs> I mean, if she had survived 9-11, um, not that she died in 9-11, but if she had survived the 9-11 allegations, she might have lived in internet fame long enough to get a show alongside Long Island Medium, right? Could you imagine the crossover between Long Island Medium and Miss Cleo? <laughs> I can tell you one crossover we don't have to imagine. That is a crossover of George Carlin and artificial intelligence. Mm, I thought you were going to say George Carlin and Jordan Peterson, right? Um, What's the difference uh, between artificial intelligence and Jordan George Peterson? <laughs> I said George Peterson, Jordan Peterson. What's the difference between Jordan Peterson and artificial intelligence? intelligence. Listen, um, I can tell you that George Carlin's the same picture. daughter was not happy about this shit. At she was all. not. She appreciates the efforts and the, I guess, the intent. The intent of respect of the work of her father. But Kelly Carlin firmly rejects the George Carlin AI-generated comedy special. Do you know? I'm glad I'm see, dead. Did you see the uh, who was actually part of this project? Disappointingly is, so. Is it uh, Will, Will Sasso. Sasso? Yeah, yeah. Will Sasso and Chad Colkin. Yeah, that guy um, nobody knows about. But Will Sasso um, of Mad yes. TV fame. Most of it is just George Carlin impressions um, and AI generated like jokes that George Carlin might have come up we with. We haven't listened to it because we respect George Carlin. So the interesting discussion that I saw brought up about this in a couple of the articles that I read, right, were the thin line between admiration and... Appropriation? Yes. I felt the same way about the Tupac hologram, <laughs> right? Um... But, I always ask myself, that must have been one of Snoop Dogg's most surreal moments of his life. Yeah, performing with your dead friend on stage via AI-generated, like, hologram has got to like, be weird, is, right? I want to know, what was going through Snoop Dogg's head at that moment? I, I mean, I feel like I want him to talk Snoop about that. probably went through that, though, when they did, Rehearsal? like... No, when they did, like, Resurrection and stuff like that, right? Like, when they came out with all those, like, Tupac, like, it's lost one thing verses to like, and stuff like that. But another thing to be, like, holding a mic, performing. Like, next and, to and the... you're seeing the shadows dancing on the wall. I feel like for Snoop, it was probably more of a cathartic moment than anything. That was anything. another thing I was thinking. Is it, was it something that was relieving or was it something I don't necessarily felt... feel like it was relieving, but it was probably fulfilling, if that makes sense. Like, if something can be fulfilling without be relieving, like... The idea of, like, you know, it's the same thing with, like, these AI-generated, like, images of people's, like, moved-on loved ones and stuff like that. Like, that's a thing now, too, right? Like, you can take, like, all of your friends, like, people's Facebook profiles live on after them. That and gave me an idea. I actually, I came up with this idea earlier this week, and it's a way we can make a lot of money. Wow. So. Wow. You ready? <laughs> no. 
posthumous social media funerals. We go through the entirety of someone's digital history, and what, you want to make them look really funny and charming? Great, we'll delete all of the crap that makes them not look funny and charming. Wow, wow, so it's a kill switch on somebody's, that's what we really need, is a kill switch on somebody's like social media and internet footprint, right? <laughs> Just like I'll have a whole list of websites that you want your profile immediately deleted on once you die, right? And a whole bunch of posts that you have like saved in there that's like, yeah, no, get rid of these after I'm gone. So that like, yeah. It says, your your arm says DNR, uh, <laughs> CMBH, clear my browsing history. history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally like the second your death certificate is printed and posted on the internet, like an, Burn after reading. Yeah, an algorithm <laughs> just goes through and completely decimates your internet footprint. <laughs> Except you will look really charming and funny yeah. when people visit your Facebook page. Yep. That's it. That's all you They will need. never see any of the racist shit you posted in 2006. Kanye. Uh, <laughs> no, bro. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that is actually what we need. Not internet funerals, but like a burn after reading <laughs> for your internet history. All right. Cut the check. Instead of a VPN, right? Like... <laughs> Can we develop a burn notice for your internet history? I'm trying to wait to make good algorithm for VPN plus like death or something. Yeah. No, and I'm 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 here for it. Um and while we're talking about death, let's talk about philosophy since we mentioned Jordan Peterson earlier. Jordan since we mentioned Jordan Peterson earlier, uh Zig at the top of the episode. There were a couple of questions going on. I don't know if you saw, but Stephen A. Smith got himself in a buffle this week <laughs> with one Jason Whitlock. Him and Jason Whitlock have had it out. Like, that's on-site beef at this point, right? Yeah, no, like, he, he... He etherized him. <laughs> Stephen actually... <laughs> Stephen... He him a fat piece of shit. Oh, yeah, I saw that Twitter post, right? But you like, know what he said... This was the most savage insult I think I've ever heard someone say, at least in a long time. He said, but I have only had one name for Jason Whitlock. Cain. C-A-I-N. If we are God's first people, then he is the first murderer. Ayo, <laughs> hey, Stephen A. Smith is corny as fuck, bro. Leave it to this nigga to get biblical on Jason Whitlock for what? For what? Like, what is the point, bro? Like, what is Stephen A. Smith so... I mean, yeah, I get it. Their beef is historic, right? Like, they have con they have been going at each other. It was literally in Stephen A.'s contract that they never work together again. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he is petty. That is so petty, bro. Like, for what? Like, what did Jason Whitlock do or say that pissed Stephen A. Smith off that much? I don't, I really don't understand it. Stephen A. Smith going after Jason Whitlock. And we've seen a lot of really lowbrow shit coming from Stephen A. Smith. And now he's been paired against Shannon Sharp, who got to interview Cat Williams, who gave us a lot of really highbrow shit. And he said some, he dropped some jewels on us. I mean, like the line, you have an unnatural allegiance to losers and that's not like you, is going to be used for years. I, at least that, I mean, that's the mood going into 2024, He's right? He's literally set the mood to where everybody wants to start burning the bridge. Yo. And now everybody thinks Cat Williams is a modern American philosopher, which makes me ask the question, who are some modern American philosophers? And I wrote down a few. Tana Hesse Coates. Ooh, good one. Yogi Berra. Rest in peace. Okay. I thought, I legitimately thought you were going to say Yogi Bear. And I was like, Yogi hey, Bear man. is named after Yogi, after Yogi Berra. Yeah. And Yogi yeah. Berra got his name because of all the knowledge he dropped. And people were like, oh, yeah, he's some kind of yogi or something. Ah, interesting. I didn't it know ain't that. over till it's over. That's a Yogi Berra quote. Ah, okay, okay. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. Yogi Berra? 
I knew he was. I knew the cartoon character was named after Yogi Bear, right? I just didn't know uh, that he was named for being like a yogi for dropping like sage wisdom, like yep, that, right? Okay, I feel like Trevor Noah is a good one. Charles Barkley. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. For keeping it real. Eddie Griffin, right? Another comedian. John Stewart. John Stewart is a good one. Dave Chappelle? Yeah, I feel like Dave is trying to be, right? If he could just let go of his George beef with transgenders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's a couple of Yogi Berra lines. You can observe a lot by watching. It's like deja vu all over again. No one goes there anymore. It's too crowded. That's one of my favorites. My problem with labeling somebody a modern day philosopher, right, is the the idea of philosophers seems to go to people's heads really quickly. Yep. And as we've I seen, I feel like philosopher only can be given to you posthumously. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because as we've seen with Dave, once you give people that Mark Twain award, <laughs> they act like it's a tenure to say all kinds of wild shit. Kanye is out here going, Hitler had some good ideas. And it's all because he lived to be older than most rappers did when he grew up listening to rap music, <laughs> bro. Like, it's insane. The kind of shit that people say once they feel like they're privileged enough to label themselves as philosophers. Like, imagine 30 years from now, they're like, America is making the American Philosopher Awards. And yeah. then George Carlin's up there in heaven and he's like, yep, yep, get behind me. Yep, fuck you, fuck you. I feel like me. I feel like the idea of Philosopher Awards is like... <laughs> Already absurd? Yeah, inherently like... <laughs> But I mean, also, let's, let's grade your timeless knowledge. Also, like, we can't ignore YouTube, right? Like, there's plenty of uh, unknown video essay, uh, video essay creators on YouTube, right? Who I feel I love, like also qualify. I as love the guy who modernizes historical documents and speeches. Yeah, like uh, he did one for Socrates's uh, defense. So here's my defense against Miletus's claims. I don't need to make a big scene about it, but as I've said before, I've got a lot of haters. If I go down, it won't be because of Miletus or Anitus, but because of the jealousy and negative chatter from society. I it mean, was, it, it's like, it's so amazingly done that it's like, he still sounds like really smart, yeah. really like brilliant and uses yeah. all of these and just occasionally drops some like little modern jargon but when he said that i was like okay that's fucking funny i mean socrates going i know i've got a lot of haters there's school of life right uh fd uh signifier right i feel like is pretty like up there um i mean i i love there there are so mr. many like, Beat anime is... video essays mr beat yep uh, philosophy tube, right? Uh, like, there's lots of... Wisecrack. Yeah, even. yeah, yeah. There's lots of examples of modern philosophy on YouTube. I mean, even Jordan Peterson, right? Uh, Joe Rogan, to an extent, right? Can be considered a school of philosophy. We will, however, not uh, allow Andrew Tate into the chat because that guy... Yeah, fuck that guy. ...is just a groomer um, and a predator. Any other people you potentially nominate as modern American philosophers? Modern American philosophers? Oh. I mean... Carl Sagan? At the moment, like... He is dead. I mean, you said Carl Sagan already, though. I didn't say Carl Sagan already. Uh, I mean, Donald Glover, right? Like, Donald Glover hasn't really, like... I guess Donald Glover doesn't have, like, a school of philosophy yet. Yeah, I wouldn't say, like, he's a philosopher. I'd say he's an artist. Yeah, no, no. I but not a philosopher. Yeah, I, that, and that's another, that's another point of mine, though. It's, like, it's kind of hard because currently we exist in a climate where people are quote-unquote, afraid to speak their minds because they don't want to be judged under the current state of affairs. Um, so it's weird to label somebody who isn't 
outwardly trying to be offensive at the moment a philosopher you know what i, I mean i think your call on trevor noah is a really good one yeah trevor the, i feel like trevor noah's opinion is only going to increase in value over right. the years yeah yeah that that'll that will not age like milk right <laughs> I, I mean like i feel like people as time goes on are going to like look to trevor more and more I, yeah, um, I feel like Trevor is the, ugh, God, I hate myself for saying this, but I'm gonna say it because I already started. I feel like Trevor is, like, the perfect antithesis to the arc that Dave Chappelle is currently taking. Because Dave seems to be willing to die on a hill that is unnecessarily, that is unnecessary to die on. Trevor, however, his personality is willing to explore wants to meet all people hills. halfway. Yes, he is willing to explore all hills. Yeah. Right? He is willing to die on none of them. Um Dave That's has, that's what made him such a compelling interviewer on the Daily Show was yes. he was able to meet his guests no matter who they were on their ground while still not being defenseless. I'm but maintaining his humanity. I'm starting to feel like Comedy Central was really unprepared for his uh, exit. Oh, they absolutely were. Um, they, like, they don't even have, like, daily shows every day. Like, yeah. Like, they're all, like, like I'm getting, like, daily show podcast updates of them re-releasing shit from Jon Stewart. Yeah. Um, which I hope means that they are in the process of finalizing a new host, right? But it does feel like... The current state of American philosophy is not normal. I guess that goes to show you that the only thing that should be normal is this buying all your Pokemon matches, gathering Yu-Gi-Oh, Flesh and Blood, board games, card games, supplies at TokenMTG.com and using the promo code Ziggy at checkout to get 10% off of your order. And once again, shout out to our Patrons, Enraged Peacock, and You Cruise, You Lose. And if you want to be a patron, you can subscribe to us at The Flood Pod on everything, and, and that, that is, is on, on everything, everything and including you check Patreon. Out our link tree, and we have a link to our Discord that is always open. As Don't well. forget to go ahead and check out our last episode with the Honorable Jamar Taylor. <laughs> we'll be back at you guys next week with more hot takes. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.